Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service Podcasts. In this podcast, we'll introduce you to the European Union Agency for Asylum, formerly known as EASO. We'll look at its changing role and extended powers to improve asylum management in Europe. Want to know more? Stay with us. While we are nowhere near the numbers of asylum applications at the peak of the migration crisis in 2015, thousands of migrants continue to embark on dangerous journeys to apply for asylum in the EU. Some flee their homelands for fear of being persecuted for reasons of race, religion, nationality, membership of a particular social group or political opinion. Others are looking for a better life. Establishing who belongs to which category is a complex task for national authorities with very different outcomes for applicants. While the international human rights law principle of non-refoulement means that asylum seekers cannot be refused entry, the Schengen Borders Code provides for the return of irregular migrants who are considered not to be in need of international protection. To harmonise the treatment of asylum seekers throughout the EU, the Common European Asylum System was set up in 1999 to guarantee the same procedures to either grant or withdraw international protection. Under this system, national border authorities are obliged to screen and fingerprint all migrants crossing an EU border irregularly and to channel them into the appropriate procedure, either asylum or return. They are supported by Frontex, the European Border and Coast Guard Agency, which deploys offices to help secure the EU's borders and manage migration flows. The European Asylum Support Office, known as EASO, was set up in 2010 to provide training, develop practical cooperation between national authorities in asylum matters, and to help them fulfil their obligations under the common European asylum system. But since then, its role has been gradually strengthened to reflect changes in the EU's legal framework on asylum and better support member states, especially when they face increased pressure on their asylum systems as Greece and Italy did in 2015 and 2016. Here's Anita Orav from the European Parliamentary Research Service. Together with Frontex and Europol, EASO assisted with identification, fingerprinting and registration of incoming migrants in hotspots in Greece and Italy. It was also involved in the implementation of the EU relocation program, the resettlement schemes and the 2016 EU-Turkey deal to curb the flow of irregular migration via Turkey to Europe. And more competencies means more money. To enable the agency to fulfil its new tasks, build up staff and deliver operational and technical support to member states, EASO's budget has seen a nearly tenfold increase since 2014, growing from nearly 15 million euros in 2014 to 142 million euros in 2021. However, concerns have been voiced regarding the way EASO's mandate has expanded in practice, without the necessary legal basis and regarding the lack of transparency and appropriate monitoring mechanisms. Stay with us. Faced with increased demands for assistance, EASO had serious difficulties in recruiting and deploying experts to the field. As a European Parliament study noted in 2016, its limited resources and reduced scale of operations meant its impact in operational terms remained modest. 
The European Parliament's Committee on Civil Liberties, Justice and Home Affairs recommended extending EASO's mandate to cover screening functions, including assessment and decision-making on the eligibility of asylum applicants for relocation. Critics also questioned EASO's accountability, both as regards the execution of its budget and the need to safeguard the fundamental rights of migrants and asylum seekers. So in 2016, as a response to the shortcomings in the EU's migration management, the Commission presented a proposal to officially amend and expand EASO's mandate, also changing its name to the European Union Agency for Asylum to reflect its stronger powers. Although co-legislators found a first provisional agreement on the proposal in June 2017, the file was put on hold while waiting for progress on other asylum reform proposals. A year later, an amended proposal was presented, taking into account the remarks made by the Parliament and the Council to ensure full respect of fundamental rights in asylum procedures, further harmonise the assessment of applications and improve monitoring mechanisms. This updated proposal was integrated into the new Pact on Asylum and Migration presented by the Commission in September 2020. And Commissioner Ilva Johansson called on EASO to help implement it. EASO will play an essential role in implementing the Pact. Last year alone, you conducted over 18,000 interviews in difficult corona conditions. You registered over 40% of asylum applications in Greece, Italy, Cyprus and Malta. As an agency, you will be able to support member states even better. To help people in need and to uphold the right to asylum. With more possibilities to give technical assistance in the whole asylum procedures. And to support also third countries. In June 2021, Parliament and Council reached a political agreement on the new agency. So what are the main reinforcements to the agency's mandate? Here's Anita Orav from the European Parliamentary Research Service. Well, building on EASO's current activity, it extends its tasks, notably by creating an independent EU agency in charge of developing operational standards, indicators, guidelines and exchange of best practices on asylum-related matters, setting up a pool of 500 experts from member states to help in crisis situations, and endowing the agency with enough staff and funds to support EU-wide relocation and resettlement. Bulgarian MEP Elena Yoncheva has been following this file very closely for the Parliament's Committee on Civil Liberties, Justice and Home Affairs. After the adoption of the regulations, the asylum agency will be able to participate in every stage of the asylum process, including screening and individual assessment of the applications. But what is even more important, the final text provides for closer cooperation between the agency and the national asylum authorities. The new agency will also oversee the implementation of asylum rules through a new monitoring mechanism that will mostly apply from the 31st of December 2023 and fully once the Dublin regulation is revised and support cooperation with third countries to improve their asylum and reception systems. To IAZO's executive director, Nina Grigori, it is a much-needed and welcomed step forward. The new mandate will enable the agency to move beyond the limits it is currently forced to work within. It will mean that we can become more operational and we can react quicker to the increasing requests from support um, of our member states. It will establish better safeguards for fundamental rights. 
expanded training and better tools, which are increasingly relied on by national asylum authorities. So when will we see this new agency up and running? Well, to enter into force, the agreement needs to be endorsed formally by both the European Parliament and the Council. The Parliament did so during its plenary session in November, so we're only waiting for the Council to do the same. For more information, check out Anita Orab's briefing on the EPRS website. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.